and welcome everybody to another episode of Game Chat, the video game variety show brought to you by Borderline Entertainment. If you're watching this right now, that means you're catching it live on Twitch. That's right. Every other week, we've got a new episode for you and you get to be a part of it by being in the chat. But if you find that you're listening to this on podcast services or watching it on YouTube, we still appreciate the view, appreciate the listen, but make sure that you're catching it live because then you get to be a part of that conversation. But without further ado, I'm going to introduce your panelists. Again, I am your host, Asa Green River, and to my lovely left, I have Mr. Nate Pressler. Hey, everyone. Mr. Addison Tossi. What's up, everybody? And to my righteous right, we are joined by our special guest, Alex Van Aken from OK Beast. What is up, Alex? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. So, Appreciate that. Alex, for the folks at home, who are you? <laughs> What are you doing um, here? <laughs> yeah, what am I doing here? That's a good question. Um, so I, I am a, I am a podcaster and video producer, uh, kind of in the game space. Um, I do a lot of work over at OKBeast.com. Uh, host a podcast over there. I do videos and stuff um, over there as well. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I just, I like making content about games. I like talking about games, why I love them. You know, maybe how they impact people. And uh, yeah, it's kind of like my, 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 I guess, shtick. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm happy to be here. Thank you for the invite. Yeah, dude. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Your, your shtick is right up my alley. And I knew when I was working on getting the show together, I was like, I, I have to have Alex. I need to have him on here because I need it. I need him to share his genius. But let's go ahead and dive into the show. For those of you who don't know what the variety show is, let me take you back down memory lane. In some era that I don't really know, probably the 50s, 60s, or 70s, who, who cares at this point? There was this thing called the Variety Show. We're on television. That's right. People still watched it then. You would have an illustrious host like myself, and they would run you through all different kinds of things. You would have game show elements, music, and other things that people don't care about now because it's 2020 and coronavirus is a thing. But we are going to take you through that format, but all about video games. So we're going to kick things off with this format into Newsbees. Now, Newsbees works like this. I'll give you guys the new segments and we're gonna rank them from extreme hype, definite intrigue, mild interest, and then absolute boredom. But please feel free, if you have more feelings, <laughs> share them because some of these <laughs> stories are, um, I know they're gonna bring out some opinions of folks. But here we go. First item on the Newsbees docket, the Xbox Games Showcase. Now, if you are not paying attention to console gaming, it is definitely still a thing. And the major console makers, PlayStation and Xbox, have not only revealed their consoles, but now have revealed some of their starting lineups. Xbox brought us theirs last week with some major hitters, mainly toting the fact that every announcement that they made on their stream is going to be on Game Pass day one with release. Here are just some of the games before I turn it over to the panel. Halo Infinite. I mean, come on. State of Decay 3, Forza Motorsport, Fable, Everwild, Tell Me Why, Ori, Will of the Wisps, Grounded, Avowed, As Dusk Falls, Senua Saga, Psychonauts 2, and there were many more. But I want to know where you all are at with these announcements that came from Microsoft and Xbox, starting with our guest. Alex, take it away. Man, I, I am very much, I think I'm definite intrigue, borderline extreme hype on, on this, uh, this story. Uh, the Xbox Game Showcase 
last week was really fun to watch. I'm not going to be buying a next-gen Xbox, but uh, I play a lot of PC, and so I'm excited to see all of those games they showed off. Uh, I'm a massive Halo fan. Like, Halo 2 is, you know, my, my second favorite game of all time. So so many good so many good memories. Um, and I'm excited to see Halo kind of branching out. And I, I was wanting, you know, a, a big change with the series, you know, as far as campaign goes. Mm-hmm. And I think branching into, you know, more open-ish world uh, is going to do a lot of a lot of favors for Halo, you know, with all their their entire tool set, you know, all the weapons and and vehicles. I think it's going to be really fun to to explore that world uh, in a much bigger capacity. So, uh, as far as the Xbox game showcase go, I'm I'm pretty hyped on it. Were there any other games from the showcase that really stuck out to you, or was Halo just really the seller for you? Um, what was it? Everwild was that the one from Rare? Yes. 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 That that one. I know it's just a CG trailer, but the concept was certainly intriguing. Um, I'm a big Rare fan, and mm-hmm. you know, seeing them have this, you know, pseudo. It reminded me of that game that got announced years ago that never came out, uh, called Wild. And I think that hmm. was from. Um, I think it was actually the person who co-created Fable, which is funny because. Okay. Um, with Peter Molyneux, you know, Fable was also announced. But, uh, anyways, yeah, Everwild looks good. Um, the, the kind of like balance between like protecting nature and like, well, I, I want to know like what what are you interacting like? How are you interacting with that world? Like, are you like taking over animals and creatures? Like that was like a big theme, you know? Yeah. It's like, do you get to play as them, or are they like pets, or like how does what's the gameplay look like? So I'm I'm curious about that. Um, but all in all, I was really hyped. New Fable. I'm a big, I, I have a lot of roots in Xbox. You yes. Know? I played many years of Xbox. Um, and, you know, I, I love that company and I'm excited to, you know, see Fable come back. So, yeah, that was probably one of the, the biggest ones for me. Um, I, I want to still get everybody's opinions, but I want to kind of go back to the, the Halo topic because I know, Addison, this is a topic that is very near and dear to your heart. I mean, yeah. Many of us are Halo fans. You know, I'm a, a major Halo fan, um, but there were some strong opinions that you were feeling. And I'd love to hear your takes because, you know, I did the live stream. I wanted to hear your opinions because there are some things that I know we agreed on that we disagreed on. And take it away. Yeah. Um, I mean, overall, I felt like the show was underwhelming. Um, but, like, after sitting with it for a while, I got more excited about some of the games that were shown. Um, and speaking specifically to Halo, um, I was reading that it was like a an older build for the demo that they showed. Um, so I think that kind of upset a lot of people to see that it was like not rendered well or that they were going with a different art style, um, which I'm fine with it. Like I respect... 100% everyone's decisions, like it's a major company, they're gonna make decisions that they feel are good and people put their time and effort into it. Um, so I'm still gonna buy it and play it, um, but to see it look like that, and I've kind of said this since the first trailer dropped for Halo Infinite, like I was kind of like, I don't like how this looks. Um, and so, I don't know, it'll, it'll be interesting to get into it and explore the world um, and see how they swayed. Cause I was on the rare side of like, I liked um, Halo 5, the way Halo 5 played. Um, okay. Even yeah. though it was like more like a Call of Duty, I thought it was a nice move, but like I've loved the, the franchise up in, until now, like, and still do. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting. 
Nate, do you have any stakes in Halo? So I'm going to be completely honest with everyone. Oh, no. I haven't oh, played no. Halo since Halo Reach. Oh, okay. That's but not I bad. really loved Halo that's Reach multiplayer. <laughs> I think that's the most fun multiplayer. Um, I was, so I was never good at Halo. I had cousins where they were like an Xbox family and we were a Nintendo family. So at mm-hmm. Thanksgiving, I would just get ruined. Like, <laughs> just completely ruined. And I grew to hate it. And then all of a sudden we got an Xbox and I was like, wait, that's actually pretty cool. So I like Halo. I'm so far removed from like the most recent games. And I, if all the games are connected, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, other than like by name and kind of by theme. But I'm, it, it looks fun. Yeah. From what I can tell, but I'm I just haven't played a Halo since college. Yeah, I you know I'm not going to get too soapboxy because I feel like overall the discourse over the game has been pretty negative, and you know those devs are people they're they're working hard, um, but I feel like three four three really needs a win with this one because For sure. um, like Addison you brought up five um, I never even. Yeah got to the story of five because I heard so many negative things about it that it really deterred me away from experiencing that story. But as far as like yeah. the way that it controlled and the way that the multiplayer handled, I had a lot of fun with it. You know, I feel like the liberties that they took, you know, like you said, were the right direction for the series to keep it a little bit more vibrant and to keep it more, uh, you know, up to date. You know, we don't want like yeah. a, a Duke, Duke Nukem forever situation where, you know, they're coming out with a new game and it feels like it's back in the nineties. Um, but man, from a story perspective so like alex you, you talked about the, the open worldness that makes me a little nervous um just because one of the things that i really liked about halo um is that it was always point a to point b now of course you had like varying routes on how you could you could go about it especially in the first halo um and this is supposed to be you know a spiritual reboot um you had that first uh, really the second mission when you're touching down on the halo ring and yeah. you've got all these different, you know, groups of soldiers where you can go and save them in any order that you want. Um, so I always liked that aspect taking it open world. I'm so worried. I'm so worried that one of the major complaints of the three, four, three trilogy so far has been story. How are they going to be able to keep the story strong in an open world concept because I feel like most of us here have like we have a, a fair share of experiences with open world games um, like I'm just thinking of Witcher for example they do a fantastic job you've got plenty of side missions that soak you in um, I'm sure that the now I've never actually finished Witcher so um, you know I'm sure that the, the main story is gripping but is this the right move for 343 like at this time because this is this is a big move. It's a very risky move, I feel. What do you guys think? My, my question is, so being kind of like removed from Halo with the other games, has it been the complaint that there is too much story? And are they now, is the pendulum swinging in such a way where it's like, ooh, maybe we don't do that? Or is this just kind of, are they, did they take feedback a little too seriously? Right. And, you know, uh, Keylock in the chat right now brought up a yeah. point. Um, talking about how long do we see ourselves playing Infinite? Because 343 not only said is this going to be a spiritual reboot, but they're not planning on a Halo 7 or a Halo Infinite 2. They're planning on this experience expanding over the next 10 years, a la Destiny. So uh, that even more, like just, I don't want to draw too many one-to-one comparisons to, to Bungie's Destiny, but when you look at like those vanilla releases, so many people were disappointed with that initial storyline 
that they didn't really feel like we got anything substantial that was worthwhile to play until expansions started coming out. Is that going to happen to Halo? Are you are you all worried about that? Go ahead, Alex. I feel like the longevity of Halo always is like it, that. Its foundation is always in the multiplayer, right? Um, like nobody's. I mean, some people are, but the vast majority of people, you know, they play through the campaign once, maybe twice, beat it on legendary, get their achievements, and then they move on to you know arena mode or you know what, mm-hmm. if it's halo reach you know the war mode or whatever it was you know yeah um i think Warzone was in five like they always have like their standard arena multiplayer mm-hmm. and then like one big mode yeah um and i think that stuff is like what like what, and when we see like halo updates it's always like multiplayer like new playlists like i feel like as long as they have that tackled i think they can take more risk in the single player side of things and for me personally like um like I used to read all the books and all that over the years. I've kind of like, it's all grown a little stale for me. And I was one of the people that was disappointed by five. Like I, I listened mm-hmm. to the whole hunt the truth podcast, which was setting up this giant you know, storyline that didn't really get touched in halo five. Um, and so I was kind of disappointed in that. And so I think going into going into halo infinite, I kind of just like want them to shake it up and take a risk so if it if it ends up being like a you know destiny like experience i'm interested to see like i want them to at least maybe try something new if that makes sense because i feel like for me like i love the story of halo i love master chief cortana it's always more so been like the um the moment to moment gameplay kind of like that intersection with you know the little story beats that like really keep me playing halo not necessarily the overarching story, you know, with like the covenant and um, like it's so muddled, like the giant plant thing in Halo, <laughs> you know, Halo the grave mine, yeah, yeah, the grave uh, grave mine, um, so, like that never really like was a super big factor for me. It was more so like seeing like the cool moments of Master Chief, you know, taking the covenant back their bomb or like talking with Cortana and like fending off, you know, flood. Like those are always the things that like really got me going. On top of like, I was big into the multiplayer, you know. Yeah. Um, so as far as like single player can or who knows if it's like single player, but as far as campaign goes, um, I'm okay with them taking risks. Though I acknowledge, you know, they really need to get it right <laughs> yeah. for the majority of people. Uh, and that uh, that grappling hook better be worth it. I'm just gonna say it. Oof. I hope so. Yikes. It felt yeah, it felt a little rough. Felt a little rough, but you know. I will say there's there's plenty of games that I enjoy the grappling hook in like uh, Apex Legends Pathfinder. Yes. Where sometimes like those horizontal grappling hooks never really look that great. So I'm mm-hmm. interested to see like, cause like where they use the grappling hook, I felt like in that moment in the in the gameplay showcase, I was like, that was a weird spot to do yeah. a grappling hook. Yeah. <laughs> but I guess we'll see. Yeah, I, uh, I immediately thought Doom Eternal, you know, I, I felt like Doom Eternal did it well. Um, but again, it was like, it was on a weapon. It wasn't. You didn't just like have it all the time. So I and also, know. like Doom is goofy. Like they are very self-aware of what Doom is. Like yeah, it's super gory, but like they aren't afraid to poke fun too. So I felt like the grappling hook is more appropriate in Doom than a Halo game. And to your point, you know, saying that Doom's goofy, I feel like Halo has always taken itself pretty seriously. Of course, there's like little Easter egg humor moments with like the grunts sure. and, you know, like putting on the skull that's I would have been your daddy. You know, you're going to get those cool birthday little sound cake. bites. Yeah, the birthday cake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but still, like the story beats, though, are, are pretty serious. So, yeah, I hope it uh, 
I hope it pans out. I don't want to spend um, all of our time talking about Halo and the Xbox Showcase. Are there any other games, uh, Addison or Nate, that really stuck out to you? Grounded. Because as someone who grew up watching Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yes. And then going to the pool and pretending like I was a kid who was shrunken and like the slide was like the drain. I saw that <laughs> and I was like, oh, that was, it was fun. I, I know we talked last week about hopefully I'm going to eventually become a different console owner other than Nintendo, but I thought that was such a cute game. Yeah. And I just thought, oh yeah, this is really fun. It's it's unique and it's different from all of like the, the gore and like the very serious story. And sometimes we need a little bit more lighthearted. Although those spiders. Mm. Yeah, that's, you know, that that will... But you can turn them is, off, which is, is... That's good looking out because I don't want that. <laughs> they look way too realistic. A little triggering, but yeah. also in Texas we have wild tarantulas, so I'm just used to it. Ugh. Yeah, Animal Crossing did not prepare me for when I saw a real one. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Oh, sorry. That really struck a chord with me. Uh, Addison, anything else? Looking good? Uh, <laughs> Xbox showcase? Yeah. I mean, uh, I was, you know, like I said, I, I, it grew on me as I sat with it. Um, the medium looked pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Excited to play that. And uh, the gunk looked really beautiful. Oh, but the name is so gross. Yeah. Yeah, but we'll get past that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just gunk. Come on, guys. Like, pick a yeah. different name. And then as well as Grounded, which I think, it, is that out right now? Grounded like... is out in beta now. Or game okay. preview, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, I also think, you know, it's really cool that everything's coming to Game Pass, but they are really sticking to the, we're going to let you play these games anywhere. So, you know, Alex, like, if you're not getting Series X day one, you're still going to be able to enjoy most of these games. Uh, there were a couple that snuck by that I noticed didn't say playable on xbox one i thought that was a little sneaky because that's not been the verbiage lately um but still you'll be able to play them on pc you'll be able to play them on um you know the current gen xbox one so i thought that that was really cool uh a a few of the games that you know were personally really sticking out to me fable hands down um i that was the only announcement that i cried a massive massive fable fan great reveal too great reveal oh it's everything that i wanted uh, besides giving me more. I, I just want more. Um, flipping through the list, Destiny 2 Beyond Light. I, I haven't been back into Destiny for a long time, but wow, that expansion, the fact that we're getting ice powers, I don't know, that like that did it for me. I'm like, um, yeah. I'm down. Psychonauts 2 looked fantastic. Avowed. A Dusk Falls. That was that was hitting me right in the chords. Um, and then lastly, because um, we've talked about most of them, but State of Decay 3... I'm a, a massive State of Decay fan. I think it's so much fun. If none of y'all have played it, please, please play it. Uh, I believe that 2, 1, I think is just on Xbox. I could be wrong, but 2 is on PC and Xbox One. And it does not take strong hardware to run that game. So pick it up. We it's can. Great. It's so good, right? Like the permadeath aspect, you get so attached to your characters. And it's co-op, which is, it's amazing. But I think overall... You know, looking at our rankings, extreme hype, definite intrigue, mild interest, absolute boredom. Uh, Alex, you said definite intrigue for the Xbox showcase? Yeah, I think so. Definite intrigue. Nate? Definite intrigue. I have a quick question for you, though. So, Fable, we had talked, I think it was like a month ago, about those two Twitter accounts. Yes. Fable has been announced. We're all very excited about it. Does that mean we're getting a perfect dark? (sighs) 
I hope so. Which I am extreme hype about that. Yes, I would yeah. like to have a little bit of confirmation. Here, really quickly about that, though. There have been a few other placeholder Twitter accounts that have been like recently dug up. And it's to the point that I'm wondering if we're just getting trolled. So I've started to dial back my excitement about thinking that we're going to get another Perfect Dark soon. So, But here's hoping. Like, I really want one. But I can't remember the rest of them. But there's been some other, like, big games that have had Twitter accounts revealed. So, yeah. Uh, Addison, where are you at? Um, and I don't know. I've been sitting here staring at those four options. I think I'm just going to say definite intrigue. I yeah. can't. I can't go extreme hype yet. No. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm a nerd for like new tech when it comes to this stuff. So like, I'm still like pretty sure I'll pick it up close to day one. Yeah. So I'm going to go extreme hype. It, it was up and down the entire time. Um, for the most part, every single game hit for me, like right where it needed to, but it was that fable announcement at the very end that just, it trumped everything else that happened prior. Yeah. It was, I cried. I mean, come on, I have to. (laughs) <laughs> All right, next next item on the Newsbees docket, we've got Cuphead coming to PS4. What, did anybody else see this coming? I feel like this is really just out of nowhere, and yeah, I feel problem. like this this spells interesting things for the future because this was originally an Xbox IP. But yeah, Stealth Drop, I mean... Where are we at? I don't think we really need to dive into the story too much. I mean, unless anybody wants to elaborate on it. I'm I love Cuphead. I'm extreme hype because I just want more people to play it, even though it's so freaking frustrating. I've I've never beat it, and I don't know if I ever will. <laughs> I just want more people to play it. Yeah, that's a great reason to say extreme hype. Yeah, uh, that game's cool. I'm, I'm excited to see it. I think Xbox just wants you know their games to be playable by so as many people as possible. Yeah. Um, and Studio MDHR. MDHR, I think is what it is. MDHR. Um, yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm sure they want the same thing. So I'm sure they're excited to get get onto PlayStation, get into, you know, the hands of PlayStation users and, and uh, yeah, get that money. <laughs> and it came with new DLC, too, didn't it? Uh, I believe it so. It may have. I'm, if it did, I missed that part. Yeah. Um, Nate, I know you're a big Cuphead fan. Where are you at with this? I also am an extreme hype. I was really excited when it did come to the Switch. I picked it up immediately. Um, it's something that I'm with you, Asa. I want everyone to be able to play this game. Yeah. I Even people who aren't gamers, when I first got it, I was like, look at this game. Watch this trailer. Watch me play this game. It's so cool. <laughs> um, I'm very much excited for the DLC. I'm not sure if it was announced, because I know that they it was originally supposed to come out end of last year. Mm-hmm got pushed back i hope though with a larger audience and more people playing it we can get that dlc because i very similar to you asa i'm on the last boss and i cannot there's i can't i've been trying (laughs) it for about six months and i have never said (sighs) out loud that i did playing that game so extreme hype all the way anything cuphead the new netflix series i'm all for it yeah addison um i'll say definite intrigue feels um like you guys said, like a, a bit of a money grab, but also like it's a good game. I've played it a couple times, um, and yeah, that's frustrating. Uh, <laughs> um, Nate, I feel like if you cussed at that, you'd be up in arms about Bloodborne. So maybe you need oh, to. Oh, I I I bought Bloodborne. You <laughs> played it, got twenty minutes into it, screaming, and then ga- went back to games. <laughs> like we're gonna try a new game. So you're absolutely right. I was like, this is not a game that's made for someone with this anxiety. 
<laughs> All right, last item on the Newsbees docket. Avengers, what I put? Avengers Game War Table? For a second, it didn't make any sense to me. All right, so that was today. I feel like a lot of people forgot that that was going to happen, but so we got uh, more information about the beta. Now, this is coming from the PlayStation blog. Let me just read this a little bit here. This is a breakdown of the beta itself. So here are some dates of when you can get your hands on the Marvel's Avengers beta. So August 7th, which is next week, people. So August 7th, PlayStation Advantage pre-order beta. As a part of our PlayStation Advantage, those of you who have pre-ordered Marvel's Avengers will be the first in the world to get your hands on Earth's Mightiest Heroes. On the weekend of August 7th through the 9th, you can start pre-loading that August 6th. Next is the open beta date of August 14th. This second weekend is for the entire PS4 community. And I believe that this is going to be... Someone correct me. If it's only going to be for PlayStation, that's just what it seems like. But I'm also reading it from PlayStation blog. Um, and then the last date is August 21st. Again, you can start preloading those the day before. Now, as far as what you're going to be able to do within the content, um, you're going to have the Golden Gate Bridge demo. So the one that they showed off during their initial E3 reveal. You're going to have some hero missions in the way of To Find Olympia. We're going to get to play as Hulk and Kamala, Miss Marvel. Um, missing links where again you've got more Hulk and uh, Kamala and then you've got some challenge rooms from harm now also within this they announced a new hero and this is where <laughs> I want to focus anybody else can take it in the other direction but this was the most what are you okay so when the game was initially announced people were harping on the models of the characters right you know, I didn't feel like they were that bad. You know, they were saying it was Walmart's Avengers. They were passable. <laughs> but so they announced Hawkeye. But then the model, like the character model for Hawkeye is the most generic thing that I have ever seen. Like it's to the point where I've seen so many tweets from uh, you know, people within the community likening it to other characters in other games because it's just a bald white dude. With no discerning facial features, um, no mask, barely any purple. I'm. What? I feel attacked, Asa. I'm. So, oh, that's true. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I'm just calling it like I see it. Uh, sorry for those offended. It's true. I'll put my bow away. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I am. I was already I'm on the fence about this game. Right now of the reveal, and yeah, it's very underwhelming. Yeah. I, I he mean, almost looks exactly like the guy that's on the front of Cyberpunk. Am yes. I just making that up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I saw I, somebody I'm say sure Cole McGrath. Oh. At some point. oh, sorry. What was that, yeah. Alex? Uh, I said I'm pretty sure Call of Duty's had this character at some point as well. Yeah. Every Call of Duty ever. Um, you've got a little <laughs> bit of Sam Fisher elements. Like yep. I said, it's seriously every bald white protagonist that's ever existed. <laughs> But, I mean, the game as a whole, I'm, I'll am i play the beta because I want to try it. I want to get my hands on it so I can feel like I have a more well-informed opinion. But this gets me even less excited for the game. So I'm at absolute boredom. I don't know about anybody else. Yeah, I don't mean to be negative, but I'm, I've am i been at absolute boredom with this game. Um, I will not be picking it up. Hey, I'd love to eat crow. I'd love it to be great and, you know, yeah. go and pick it up. I'm... Currently, though, I'm at absolute boredom. Uh, Please prove I'm not me wrong. Planning to pay attention to this game, but I, I see yeah. why people would. It's it's Avengers. I get it. Um, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. I am with you guys. 
I've been around a couple of people that have been like, oh, I'm so excited. And I'm like, why? Um, <laughs> I don't think there's any possible way that this lives up uh, to Spider-Man for me. Um, no, not even close. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just don't understand like this. And I know we're going to, you're going to say it later, uh, the Iron Man VR. What are we doing? I, I just don't get it. Um, so yeah, absolute boredom. I, yeah. And what's so interesting too is as with you saying, hey, what are we doing? It's Marvel does such a good job in like a cinematic universe and DC can't yeah. touch. But I would rather play one of the Batman Arkham games over and over again than play this game. And I'm a big fan of the Spider-Man because of how good that game was. I feel like this game is going to be, like you said, Asa, the Walmart version of the Avengers. And then yep. Even the combat, it doesn't look very fluid. It doesn't look like how Arkham on a PS3 was so fluid and so great. And so I just, I don't know. I kind of also have Avengers fatigue. Me too. All of it. And I think WandaVision might save it, but I just don't. I don't know. I forgot that this game was coming out until today. Yeah. Although, let it be said, the only Avengers fatigue that I'm not feeling is within Fortnite. So they also announced today that there's going to be another Avengers crossover event from this game into Fortnite. Now, Addison, I know you you hate Fortnite. Nate, I don't know if, if you've ever played it, but... Another game that I swear a lot in. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the Avengers Endgame content, when it came out in, in Fortnite, it was... It was fun. Holy cow. Like, it was one of the best crossovers I've ever seen. Like... That I, I will play that all day long. I was so obsessed with Fortnite during that time, and this will easily pull me back into that game, but um, probably not the game that it's based off of. <laughs> uh, it, does anybody have anything else to say before we, we leave Newsbees in the dust? Uh, how'd you guys feel about Modoc being the chosen villain? I don't, I mean, I know a little bit about him, but I just felt like it's, I don't know, is it the grab or is it a. Modoc's cool. I like Modoc. Yeah. Um, typically, when I think Modoc, I think Fantastic Four, but he's faced off against multiple Marvel characters, so I'm excited to see Modoc hopefully done well. I mean, uh, Modoc was great in like the Ultimate Alliance games, but hopefully, like, and I don't want to say a AAA game because I feel like those other ones were AAA quality. But yeah, I'm I'm excited about him getting the time to shine. Cool. All right. We're done with newsbees. Let us know in the chat below or in the comments below what you think about these news stories. Where would you rank them? But we're going to move on to what's in the box. What are we playing? What games are in our consoles, PCs, handhelds, or mobile devices? Alex, what are you playing right now? Um, I am playing Valorant quite a bit. Um, it's nothing new for me. That game grabbed me during the beta so and never let go. Um, yeah, it's it's one of my favorite games this year easily, um, and I, I'm 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 a big fan of like you know competitive games, you know multiplayer and all that. Um, and yeah, that that game just the the skill curve is like just steep enough to where you like you have moments where you feel amazing at the game, and then other moments where you know you just get trashed on, and like it just keeps like motivating me to get better and better. And like I play. Uh, ranked mode with my brother a lot and uh 
we just like keep trying to climb the charts. We'll like get up to the, like the new high and then we'll get knocked down. And it's just like this back and this, this endless cycle. Uh, it's probably unhealthy, but uh, yeah, <laughs> Valorant. Um, and then I'm excited. I downloaded, I haven't played it yet, but I downloaded, we were talking about uh, Grounded earlier. I downloaded that on, on PC today. So I'm excited to dive into that and try that out. Um, but yeah, it's kind of been a busy, uh, busy couple weeks in my life. And so I've just been like, playing matches of Valorant here or there, a little yeah. bit of Rocket League, but um, yeah, I don't know. Like, does anybody else here play Valorant? Oh, yeah. I, you do, right? I try so, to play it. Yeah, I try to play it as much as I can. Did you break down and buy that Dragon Pack? Oh, yeah. Not the whole thing. Okay. But I, mean, <laughs> I, I, uh, I bought the Vandal and I bought the knife. Um, you bought the knife? Yes. <laughs> I, I had, a, I had um, like a small little performance bonus at work. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna treat myself. <laughs> I'm getting get that knife. knife. And then, like a week later, they they like unveil an even cooler knife that came out. I was like, of course. Um, but uh, but yeah, Valorant's just so good. And a new character got announced today called Killjoy. I saw that. Um, I didn't see anything else about it. What's Killjoy so like? Killjoy, she um, is a I guess like a I don't know I don't know what, like what her classification is uh, as far as like her role, but she has turrets. Um, she can place um, like uh, like mines down, and then I think there's all. I just like watched the trailer a couple times, and I didn't really read anything on her. And it looked like she has like this giant um, detonating shield of some kind. Okay, like, that like does like a Winston bubble. If people are familiar with like Overwatch. Mm, yeah, those were the vibes I got. That could change. Like it didn't like necessarily you know spell it out clearly, but you know I just watched the trailer a couple times and. Uh, I'm excited. I, I I really like uh, Valorant's you know approach to, uh, you know, it's like CS:GO meets you know Overwatch. That was like it's you know what people were calling it for a long time, and I think that's that's pretty apt. Um, just like the matchups um, are really fun and and require a lot of thought to like you know use counters against people, and I feel like I'm constantly engaged when I'm playing that game. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah, it's fun. I I need to I need to play some more matches. It's one of those games where I I'll always take some time away, and mm-hmm. have to then make up that ground when I start playing again because yeah. the the rust starts to build up and you know I'm not 15 anymore I'm double that so yeah I need to get good but grounded oh gosh yeah I I downloaded that too I need to get into it and might stream it Friday if you're Ooh, nice. available we can beat up some ants. I might be available depending on the time. My brother is coming to visit me this weekend, so it all depends on oh, good times, timing. But yeah, and but I really want to dive into that game. And do we know how many players grounded is? Because I four, feel like it's like I a f- okay. So you can I have four, four people in a group. That's fun. Addison, yeah, pretty you, sure you gonna get grounded. Oh, I love being grounded. <laughs> Dude, yeah, yeah, no, I definitely want to grounded. I get to go in my room and just sit there by myself. Why wouldn't I? <laughs> uh, no, I definitely want to jump into that game for sure. Friday. Just okay. saying. Just saying. But uh, what are you playing? Um, I'm still stuck on The Last of Us, um, exploring. Um, I'm real close to Platinum, which I know it's an easy Platinum, um, which I'm kind of disappointed in. I liked working for that in the first one. Um, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do with this multiplayer release when it happens, uh, see if it comes out with more achievements or whatever. But uh, that and, I don't know, I'm still messing around in Pokemon. (laughs) 
uh, I got that expansion and haven't I haven't even gone to the train station yet to to bust my butt over there. Jeez, oh, I know it's slow going because I'm focusing on The Last of Us. So. Yeah. Nate, what are you playing? Paper Mario. How far are you in the game? Um, on the third streamer. Okay. I'm still on I'm the trying, second one. I'm trying to take it slow. I know this is, it's a longer game. Like it's more like thousand year door length. Okay. But I'm trying to take it slow because it's so cute that I just don't want it to end. So I've just <laughs> been really like, all right, you get 20 minutes of this game. I'm trying to do like portion control, but I've been playing that. <laughs> I did log into Pokemon today to take a screenshot of my trainer card for something for work. <laughs> um, and I am at the one tower to like get cup food to become the Ursifu. Oh, okay. Whatever his name is. So I need to still do that, but I'm kind of holding off to do that until the next DLC comes out, which is more story focused. So I can kind of get back into the game. Yeah. Right. When that comes out in November, I think is when it's coming out. Isn't that going to be a little jarring because this one's like all summer themed and the next one's like winter themed. I mean, I grew up in Ohio, so it's like a, <laughs> that's true. You never know. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was also, like snowing in June. I, uh, speaking of Pokemon and what we're playing, I did Pokemon go fest on this past weekend oh. and <laughs> it was fun. Like I understand why people go to those. I think it was neat that they opened it up to everybody in the midst of Corona. What did you was, have to, like, did you like what, I guess, how did they go about it since, like, um, my understanding, so you, isn't it like you usually go to like one big city? Yeah. Yeah. Things out, right? Like, that's the usual right. test. Okay. Yeah. So this was just like universal. They just made it for everybody. You buy a ticket and you get tasks um, on Saturday and then it goes until like, I think it went until eight and then it shut down and then it again on Sunday um, with oh, different cool. tasks. So there was like a Team Rocket takeover on, on Sunday, which was nice. Um, that's fun. And, yeah, so they give you all those tasks, and you get, like, a bunch of stuff from it. It was nice. That's awesome. I hate you for that. I was going to say, you rolled your eyes. I don't... Well, <laughs> I, was... I, you know, I forgot that you had to buy a ticket, and I'm seeing everybody's <laughs> posts about all the cool stuff that they're seeing in Pokemon Go, and I logged on on the weekend, and I didn't see anything. Anything. And I'm like, what? Why am I getting like terrible spawns? You know, I burned through five different incense. Nothing was spawning for me that was worthwhile. So that's uh, because I didn't buy a ticket. So that's my own yep. fault. But um, uh, so I am playing, still playing The Last of Us Part Two. I have not beat it yet. Me neither. I'm. I feel like I've got to be halfway through day two. I have uh, no careful, idea. You don't know where Alex is, so I. I am. At, have you gotten to the aquarium? Which day are you in? I don't know what day I am. Oh, no. Uh, I'm at least on day two. I As... think it might be near day three. Okay. Is it the aquarium where there are other things that are in the building? This is the worst spoilery yeah. minefield ever. I mean, I think I thought there was only one aquarium. Well, what? Yeah, there is. There is only one one aquarium. But oh, is there um, an aquarium and a museum? Like in a flash? Uh, I, I'm way past that. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm way past that. <laughs> oh, 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 that was. I probably made that way harder than it had to be. That's right. funny. I love that part of the game, though. 
Are so, you, so do you think you're towards the end then, Alex? I'm 12 hours in. I know that. <laughs> I'm like halfway, I think. <laughs> I, okay. uh, man, this is so hard. I know. I, I just like, um, I just met a pretty big character, like, face to face. Um, and... Okay, I don't know. I don't know how to talk about it. Okay, <laughs> uh, let, let, let me say where I'm at because I feel okay. like this isn't a spoiler. You've seen it in the trailer. So I just got the bow, and after I got the bow, stuff happened. Okay. I'm back, and I'm thinking about past events. Okay, I'm. we're at the exact same spot then. Okay, okay. Are you thinking about past events in a forest? Yes. That's the exact spot I'm at. Okay. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. So we're not spoiling anything. Wow. No. That was yeah, that was a lot to talk about. I felt like I should have got you a trophy have, for that. <laughs> you guys have so much game left. Like, you think you're halfway, and then it's just. I think my first play. What was my first playthrough? So thirty six. Yeah, you were almost at forty hours. Wow. Yeah, it, it's a long game, and I don't know why. Like, I feel like thirty six is okay for a game. Like Some that's games. good. Yeah, but uh, it just it's it's long. Yeah, my I I don't want to like sound like a big complainer, but now being a parent and throwing that into the mix, the time that I get to spend on a game is just not yeah. a long time. And of course, Paper Mario and Ghost of Tsushima came out. Was that two weeks ago now? At this yeah. point, I yeah, didn't I pick up Ghost. I picked up Paper Mario instead because I can only get one. And I'm absolutely loving Paper Mario, but you know, like to Nate's point, I'm only on the second streamer um, because my like what I'm really focused on. There are so many collectibles and hidden secrets in that game. Like for me, it's like hitting that um, Super Mario Bros. or Super Mario World vibe for me of like just trying to find all these secrets. I don't know. I'm having so much fun with it, um, and. I was just on um, Nintendo Main Podcast, and so I don't want to like take this, but Jeremy on there uh, made the point that the toads in this game are Koroks from Breath of the Wild, and that is like a hundred percent. But they're way it's it's way more rewarding, and you actually get something from finding them all. So like that has been my mission, and some of them are hidden. Like Nate, you can attest to this. Some of those toads are hidden in like the most obscure spots, and then like. Yeah. Once I found out that toads would fold themselves into different figures, I was like, I was passing so many butterflies. I have to go back. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> and you like, sometimes the game will show you one that's like up there and you, the challenge is then how do I get up there? Cause yes. I can't do these things to get there. It's just, it's darling. It's so darling. And I think one of my favorite things about it is when you are done filling the, con the holes with confetti or getting toads in a certain area or finding all of the collectibles or all of the question blocks, it will pop up at the top and say, you've, yes. you've, oh. you've cleared this area of that specific challenge. Yeah. And even older Mario games, like Super Mario 3D World was the closest to that with their tracking system mm -hmm. on the different collectibles, like the stamps and things. But that specifically, when that pops up, like the endorphin rush of being like, I did it. I could spend 15 hours. I probably have sunk 15, 20 hours in and I'm only three streamers in because yeah. I'm just trying to do everything. I'm two streamers in and I've probably put in that much time. And, you know, that moment that you're talking about, Nate, made me realize, and I didn't even at the beginning, 
I want achievements or trophies or whatever it is so badly on Nintendo Switch because I didn't realize like how good that that feeling would be in a Nintendo game. And it just made me think of like to go back to Breath of the Wild, everything that I've done in that game, please give me some sort of like award, some visual pop and flair. Tell me that I've been a good boy or something. Come on. <laughs> Maybe in the sequel. Uh, hopefully. I mean, we'll see. And, you know, I feel like it should be, you know, console-wide, but I don't know how difficult that would be for Nintendo to do that with their infrastructure. I mean, we don't even have proper voice chat, so... Do you trust them, given their voice chat? No, no. Maybe I should just shut my mouth now. Also, while you guys are talking about Paper Mario, I was doing, like, the math in my head, and we're definitely at two different parts of The Last of Us. Are we really? Yes, we are. Oh, no! I think I'm, like, five hours ahead of you, actually. Gosh. I was like, you got you guys are talking about like the toads, and I'm like sitting here like camera zooming in, like. Numbers <laughs> <flying> back. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well. Here well, I was. But where you at's a great part. Yeah, I, it's very uncomfortable, and I'm like. Yeah. So like, you're obviously way past it. I need them to talk about their relationship. Mm. I'm I'm tired of like this. Like, what's going on? Um, you know, I, I feel like it's okay to say at this point, like everyone else has beaten the game and I'm like obviously way behind everybody. So let me just say, Tommy has a point. You can't just say hi or bye. Talk, talk to each other. I, I need to know. I care too much about these characters, but yeah. please let us know in the chat. Let us know in the comments below. What are you playing? And if you're listening to this in the audio format, hit us up on Twitter. Tell us the games you're playing and, and tell me how bad I am at video games because I'm so far behind everybody at The Last of Us Part 2. But enough about the games that we're playing. Let's make a game. It is time for Make It or Break It. Where you all in the community give us a single prompt and we make our dream video game based off of that prompt. So thank you so much to Queen Latif for giving us the prompt of The Office. We are going to be making... A game all about The Office. So here are the things that we need to figure out. How's this game going to play? Who's going to make it? What's the box art going to look like? What's the title going to be? Go. Oh, and also, let me say that once I got this prompt in, I then promptly wore my Scott's Tots shirt. <laughs> I'm very excited. Let's do it. I I feel like this just needs to be DLC for an entitled Goose game. Yep. But Michael Scott running around, just not even trying on Whoa. to do what the goose is doing. But in my brain, I saw that prompt and I was just like, we need untitled Michael Scott game. It yep, needs to be the exact same game, exact same art style, and just him like. I thought the exact same thing, Nate. Yeah, wow. it has to be done. That's amazing. <laughs> Maybe something to do with the, the Scranton Strangler, potentially. Yes. Ooh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because we never were like, I mean, there's hints that, you know, it's Toby. Uh, or not right. Toby. Uh, Creed? Yeah, yeah, Toby, Toby. Um, I was thinking Creed for a second. Yeah. Um, but we never, like, see that fleshed out. And I don't know if I want the answer, but, like, maybe some, like, you know, maybe this Grant Strangler has returned. And Michael Scott, you know, from his home in Colorado has to, uh, you know. I guess you can't have an office game if it's just going to be Michael. You gotta, he's got to, like, fly back to Scranton and, uh, you know, reunite <laughs> with the, the cast, I think. What if you combined the Scranton Strangler into Threat Level Midnight somehow? Oh, that's great. 
Okay. You guys are killing me Gold right now. Gold face is there. Yep. All right. <laughs> hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Because all of these ideas are so good. I don't feel right turning down, you know, all of them and, and picking one. So what about... How do we how do we format this? I need to like need to straighten this out. Let me just word vomit it out, and, and you all help me straighten this out. Okay, so we take all of the ideas. It's a medley game, so it's the office, but like each... WarioWare. Yes, it's like WarioWare. So each game is a mini game, but of substantial length. So you can spend you know more time in one or the other. I was also thinking the Burger King games. I don't know if Mid-game. if anybody yeah. So like. Burger King games came out individually in three, or you could buy them together in like one large pack. And that was like really hard to find, but that's a thing. So I was thinking, let's do that medley so we can have the untitled Michael Scott uh, game. And then we can have uh, Stranton's, uh, oh my gosh, Scranton Strangler. What if that game played like Sneak King? Where you're there just you you're sneaking around and scran or just around Dunder Mifflin, you're just choking people out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then and then my idea, because you know I couldn't say no to myself, is I was like, what if we had a a telltale style game where you are just you're living out like the day to day and it's like very, very short episodes, but it's almost like you're experiencing those like maybe smaller storylines throughout the show in that ad- old school adventure style game. I like it. So and threat level nice. midnight, that could be like, yes, that could be um, like double O's like golden eye style. Yeah. I was thinking of James Bond or like Hitman yes. style. Uh, oh yes. Yeah, that's good. Okay. We can really just like really milk all the money we can out of the, the office fan base. Yeah. And we'll have the same price point. It'll come out. You can buy them individually. Or yeah. you can just wait until the end of the year and buy it as one pack, and then you get all yeah. the DLC. Yeah, yeah. I, I was thinking <laughs> one pack that comes in a paper ream. Like yes! That. That, that's collector's edition. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll wow. get in touch with limited run games. Oh, yes. <laughs> limited run. Yeah. Uh, we'll have to uh, get approval by NBC, but I think this would be fantastic. Of course. But what yeah. do we call it? Because we've got four amazing games within one we need to have one singular title for the package as a whole kind of like the orange box hmm. Hmm. there's got to be some some golden reference we could use yeah you could do like scott's tots box or something like uh hmm. <laughs> i don't know i was feeling something with vance refrigeration but i don't know how to like how to pull that in or um, some like something about the warehouse. Cause there's boxes everywhere. Hmm. The office greatest warehouse hits. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. I'm vibing on that a little bit from the shelf. The office greatest something hits collection. I don't know. <laughs> Addison, you had some excellent ideas. Yeah. You have something else we need. We need a name. Yeah. I know. I, I mean, the only thing I can think of is like from the from the desk of Michael Scott or something, but that doesn't make much sense. Alex, the Office Greatest Hits Collection, Dundee Edition. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, the Dundies. The Those Dundies. Nice. The Dundies Edition. Okay, so who? <laughs> 
do we see this as it's being made by multiple def- uh, different devs then? So it's like one overarching project. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually, obviously, Telltale's not around anymore. I think we should give it to um, Don't Nod for, for, for my game. And then Untitled Goose Game devs, I forget, sorry, their names, but they can do Untitled Michael Scott game. I don't... House House Panic. Who, who did a... I don't think the people who made Sneak King would be allowed to have jobs anymore <laughs> after making that game. Who did make Sneak King? Sneak King developer. Let's see. Burger King. Let's say uh, Blitz Arcade. What? Who? There's no Never way they made other games. They make arcade cabinets, or like they make like cheapo arcade cabinets that you buy for like a hundred dollars. A hundred dollar arcade games at Walmart. Okay, yeah. no. Well, then let's. Uh, how do you feel about this? Let's go with like Idos Idos Montreal. Didn't do they it. do um, Hitman? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So obviously they know stealth. We just have to tell them we need you to dumb down your skills, and to make it as generic and and kitschy as Sneak King. And then honestly, Addison, for for yours, what if Rare did it? Like let's bring them back to do a first person mm. shooter, Threat Level That's Midnight. They would have the the right amount of charm too. <laughs> Featuring Banjo Kazooie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a special unlockable character. Oh my gosh, this is perfect. So there you go. Um, I, I don't really have contacts at any of those places, but if you're listening and you work at these, just make the game. Like, we literally planned it out for you. What else do you need? Maybe some money and some buy-in from NBC, but other than that, just make the game. Um, but this is where you and the community, you take this game by storm. We want to see some fan art. So what are the cover art box slips i don't know how it's going to be in a paper ream how's it going to be packaged who knows but we need to (laughs) we need to have an actual poster for each one of these and i feel like with the distinct art styles of each of these ideas there's going to be some amazing creations out there so wow that was probably one of the easiest make it or break it's we've ever had Like, that was explosive with ideas. And now, you know what? Let's take that stealth idea and continue it into our next section. It's time for my favorite. Where we take a retrospective look back into our personal gaming lives and the moments that mean a lot to us. And this suggestion is given to us by, oops, I forgot to write their name. I am so sorry. Put it in the chat or the comments and call me a belligerent idiot. But the topic is my favorite stealthy moment. So this could be just a stealth game as a whole that you had fun with, a stealth mission, whatever it is. Let's dig back into (laughs) All right, Addison, just dig into the recesses of your mind. What do you got? Uh, well, I was thinking about saying something Splinter Cell related, um, of course, but that game is meant for that. Um, so I'm going to go, I started laughing because this one sucks. Uh, I was playing the Bounty Hunter game, um, for Star Wars Bounty Hunter. Oh yeah. Um, Oh, so good. So I was playing on the GameCube and it was me and my friends. We were, we had a, a clubhouse, which is like, it was a shed and we put carpet and TV and ran an extension cord and just hung out out there. Um, but I was playing and everybody was watching and I had made it a decent way into the game and you're, you land and there's, you're in the jungle. Um, 
and there's one of those cat things that attacks Padme in the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. um, like lurking in the distance, and I've got my sniper on it, and I'm looking through the scope, and I see it, and I'm getting ready to fire, and it just goes, and like disappears. And, and I was like being super careful about this, and I zoom out, and it's just in my face. Um, and we all we all screamed. I don't know how it got from that there to here so fast, but oh my god, I'll never forget how terrified I was of that, and how quickly I remembered that I'm not great at being stealthy. Um, mine is gonna be from Splinter Cell. Um, nice. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say spies versus mercs as a whole. That mm. mode uh, is my favorite stealth experience because, you know, regular Splinter Cell is great. And like, there's so many, and there, there are limitations in Spies versus Mercs. Like you can't do certain moves that you can in the single player game, um, the single player campaign. But just like the fact that like, like stealth is so fun, like because you have to figure out your opponents and like figure out their moves and outsmart them. And when those, you know, those guards that patrol are controlled by other players, they are so much more unpredictable than you know ai and it really like becomes a fun challenge of like that cat and mouse um and it's it's my favorite i'd say it's like probably my favorite multiplayer mode like in any multiplayer game uh spies versus mercs uh or or at least up there um but yeah that just like so many like nights like as a kid on in like early xbox live uh parties like just like high-pitched voice you know like yelling out call outs like my other spy teammate uh as like we're being chased down by like the mercs who at the time like like these mercenaries like if people are unaware listening if you play as the spies you have all non-lethal loadouts so you have like a stun gun um you have smoke grenades and a few other gadgets and you have to hack these computers that are scattered around the map i think there's like two or three per map i think um usually like three to a hundred percent um, so people have played like Dead by Daylight, uh, the generators in that game. Mm. Um, oh, I never you made to that go comparison. Go and like charge them up to 100%. Same thing, but with computers uh, in Splinter Cell. And then the the enemy team, the Mercs, they all have like full loadouts with like assault rifles or shotguns and stun grenades and flashbangs, and like they're they're kitted out to kill. Uh, and so <laughs> it's like this just this great back and forth. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I love Spies vs. Mercs. That's gonna be my Okay. Nate, do you have one yet? Or do you want I me do. to go? Okay, go for um, it. No, as soon as I saw the prompt instantly. So mine is going to be like a deep cut because it's not a popular game. But the video game adaption of Alias starring Jennifer Garner. Oh my gosh, I know what you're talking about. One of my favorite TV shows. <laughs> I don't know why I was allowed to watch that in sixth grade. But you better believe that I watched every single season. And I, was I used like, to watch God, it with my mom. <laughs> Yeah, it was so good, and I stayed up after the Super Bowl to like watch the the fancy episodes. Anyway, big fan. And then on the PlayStation Two, they released the video game version of it, and I was all about the TV tie-ins, like the Buffy video games. Played that, got a little. Buffy one was so good. But the Alias one, there was costumes, and there was stealth, and there were like turning around the corner and like bopping someone on the head and going up on like different grates and like trying to get through stuff. And it was just so cool to 
play one of my favorite television shows and it do really good justice to like the sneaking around. So more of just kind of like a general good feeling. I love that game. I love that show. I wish they would do a reboot of either or, um, but it was, yeah, no, I played the heck out of that game. My mom was like, you've got to like get up and go outside. And I was just like, I'm too busy. <laughs> too busy beating SD6. Um, so that would be, I would go back to that game now if I had a PlayStation 2 and play it like to this day. I bet it holds up. Maybe. I don't know. It got like a seven and a half on IGN. So it can't be that bad. It got a um, seven and a half? Yeah. I wow. Know. Or maybe like a 7.2. It was above a seven though, which is like. Wow. Fun. That's I'll good think- for a TV game. Yeah. Yeah. But Asa, what about you? I feel like you've got a good one. So yeah, I'm I'm a huge stealth game person. So when I saw the prompt, it was really hard to narrow down. And like talking about Splinter Cell, I I can't do Splinter Cell because I just have so many memories that I can't pick from. So like the the game that I'm gonna go with isn't typically known for stealth, um, but it's Call of Duty. And I mean, I guess like you have all gillied up. You know, that's a a pretty a, a pretty good one um but the memory that like really comes to mind is um so i used to i don't even know like how we got away with this um but uh, one of my best friends andrew ballinger we used to go to um the church that we went to at the time like way after hours on the weekend um i mean <laughs> we don't go there anymore so you can't really kick us out or anything so we would go in, <laughs> go into the building um connect our consoles to the giant projectors and just play video games like on those like if anybody's you know been in like any church that has any decent money they're just like these massive massive walls and these projectors um and it was incredible i again i don't know how we got away with this but so we were playing smash bros on on the ones at mine oh that's (laughs) yes we smash bros halo tournaments within youth group Um, um this was definitely like stealthy getting into the building but so we were playing, it's Modern Warfare 2 or 3, but they had these like instances that you could do. So it wasn't like the regular like campaign. It was um, the Spec Ops. Yes, yes, it was the Spec Ops. Is that 3? I'm pretty sure it's 3. I think it's 3, yeah. So there is one in particular that if you don't do stealth, you basically will die. And you're like escaping the White House, you're like a Secret Service agent, and all you have is like, one silence pistol and that's it and again these games are like not they're built for action they're not really built for stealth and andrew bless his heart is like the worst that i've ever seen at anybody doing stealth and like within the spec ops missions if you're doing co-op when one person screw ups it affects the other person like you have to work together you have to work in tandem and oh my gosh we so we ended up never beating that mission because he would just get spotted every single time. Um, but it was just, it was a hilarious moment. We just had a great time. And there's just, you know, a lot of fond memories with that. Um, but that was like the stealthy moment that really popped up for me. But please let us know in the chat, in the comments below, what's your favorite stealthy moment? We would love to know. And now it's time for Big Bet Trivia. where I give a very, very difficult question to the panel, and you all answer it. I say very difficult, jokingly, because they're not actually that hard. Most of them are softballs. People just aren't getting them. I just don't understand it. But, so, 
you can put it in the chat. You can put it in the comments below so we know who cares about who. We've got Team Addison. We've got Team Nate. And this week we've got Team Alex. So let us know who you're rooting for. Best of luck to everyone. Let me explain the rules for Alex because I just realized he's never played. We are doing the ultimate video game trivia. Oh, wrong camera. There we go. Oh, well. <laughs> I've got two. Um, I'm going to read the question. Everybody will get a chance to answer. Um, the first, you know, who can make themselves aware. I haven't figured out this aspect yet. Um, you know, buzz it in, wave your hand, make a loud noise, scare my attention, and you'll get the first chance to answer. But then everyone else will get their turn if you get it incorrect. If okay. everybody gets it incorrect, I will give three hints. To the answer so it's three strikes you're out if by the third hint nobody gets it it's nil nobody gets the points okay and we end on a draw i believe that that happened on zombie kills episode i don't remember nate is that no that was the one i won you that won that one. one it was the it was the one with with cam nobody won that one that was disappointing <laughs> very disappointing okay Ooh. oh my gosh and i really do pick these at random and the one on the top it's from a game that means so much to me. Here we go. Are you, everybody ready? You got yeah. your thinking caps on? Okay. All right. I guess. I guess. Mona Sachs is the femme fatale love interest of which video game character? I don't think I've played this game. I know I haven't, um, but I have a guess, but I don't know if I want to be the first one. Because if you um, guess it, then... If you're wrong, you're out, and that gives people. Can I ask clues. real quick? Are the are some, are like are there current games in the list, or are they all like old? There are games from I believe. Let me check the date on this. Like I know I saw a PS4 game on here. Okay. okay. Yeah, so it is PS4 generation all the way to like Atari. So. Uh, is it? Uh, oh, can I? <laughs> well, that was the friendliest way to get your hand up there. You yes, me? Alex. Is it the Wolf Among Us? Uh, incorrect. Okay. Alex is out of the, the guessing round. Alright. I have no idea, Nate. Do you <laughs> I what can you repeat the question too? Yeah, I can repeat the question. Mona Sachs is the femme fatale love interest of which video game character? If it's in don't put it in the chat. <laughs> don't don't cheat and tell them. I'm not, I don't even have it up. Um, I'm going to need a hint, People honestly. Google? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, if you're supposed to give a guess, and then I do hints. But fine. So I'm going to go into the hint section because I'm just going to assume that both of you gave incorrect answers. That means, Alex, you are back into the guessing. Okay. So hint number one. Uh, this video game series popularized the noir genre. Buzz? Is it Hard Rain? No. Listen, the, the rest of the hints are, I feel like they're just going to be like pouring out answers. Times Arc has it in the chat. No, I don't know. Mona Sachs. Noir. In a noir video game. I'm going to put, because we're coming up on the, the end of the uh, podcast episode, I'm going to put a timer on. We've got 30 seconds till we get the next hint. Okay. Uh, LA, LA Noir. <laughs> nope. So Addison's out of this round. You can throw in your uh, answer. Saboteur. 
Nope. All right, here we go. Next one. In man, come on, guys. Like, if you don't get this one, in this video game series, there is a feature that was demonstrated in this game that then made it into other popular games afterwards, known as Bullet Time. Oh, um, ding, 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 ding. Yep. Go for Stronghold. it. Stronghold. <laughs> oh my gosh, no. Oh, no. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. I know it. I know it. I know it. The the know next it. one is going to basically tell you what it is. Let's hope that Alex gets another I chance. It. I know it. Bullet time. Bullet time. I noir. I watched this like a month ago. I'm an idiot. Time shift is the only game I know that has bullet time. Time what? shift? Gosh. You don't remember that game? I do, but at least Stranglehold was closer to being. But it's not. It's not noir. I was gonna say it's not. Yeah, I know. That's why. I, but and even I don't know. even Stranglehold is borderline noir. It's very hard boiled. But Nate, bullet, bullet time noir. I are you sure this isn't a movie? I'm, I have like I vaguely remember watching a movie with someone with a name that sounds like that. I can't it's say. It's a movie. It's not a video game. Is it Max Payne? No. Oh, there it is. Is that a video game or is it? It is a video game. The movie oh, starring Mark I've Wahlberg never those. is based off of the video game. Wow. Yeah, you said it went back to Atari. Duh. The uh, so the last clue was going to be it was developed by acclaimed studio Remedy. If nobody was going to get it after that, I was just going to. I can't believe I said stranglehold. But still, like, the bullet time moments in that was very close. Wow, Nate pulling ahead in the points bracket. Great pick. Well, because isn't Mila oh. Kunis in that movie? Yes, isn't Mila Kunis is okay. in that. It's a terrible adaptation, but I still have fun with it because they try. They try. I, only, I, I won by a gross default. You can buy it on PC super cheap on the Steam store. So mm -hmm. I suggest that everyone plays it. Um, and let me know your thoughts when you get to the nightmare sequence, because I still oof. that I remember I played. I didn't play past the nightmare sequence as a kid. That like that. It was traumatizing. Me. Yeah, it's horrifying. And then you get to the one bar scene, and my mom walked in when I was playing that part, and it was like, oh, <laughs> mom, I didn't mean for you to see that. I'm sorry. Oh, there we go. I can tell that there were some people in the chat that knew it. Um, please let us know in the comments below if if you knew the answer way before these three did. We're going to wrap things up with out this month. Now, this is the end of July, so some of these games are out um, as of like yesterday, but... Iron Man VR, Catherine Full Body for Switch, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon 2, Deadly Premonition 2 for Switch, Death Stranding PC, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, Paper Mario the Origami King, Destroy All Humans Remake, Skater XL, Rocket Arena, and Crisis Remake coming to Switch. Um, let's just go around which game out of that list is everybody either most hyped for or that's you know, the one you're digging into. For me, it's, it's Paper Mario. That's one that I've been sinking my teeth into and it's just everything that I've wanted. Paper Mario. I'm trying to... Oh, good. No, it's, it's Paper Mario as oh. well. I'm going to say Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. Alex, what are you most uh, hyped about? Mine's actually going to be Death Stranding. Really? Did you not yeah, play it on I've PS4? Got a, so I've got a, a big uh, a video gig coming up on the East Coast that requires me to drive out there because um, I'm not getting on a plane anytime soon. Yeah. 
and I thought it'd be very fun to play Death Stranding, a game about traveling across the U.S. Uh, during like a like neuro pandemic esque sort of thing. Yeah. Versus you know reality, which I'm going to be doing the same thing. So. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Oh my gosh. Well, hey, if you're traveling to the East Coast, that's where. Well, Nate's not on the East Coast anymore, but we can social distance something we'll buy you a drink or, or whatever if you can stop by ohio i don't ohio. if you're really staying true to death stranding i'll just put a ladder somewhere and you can <laughs> know that it was me but, that's hilarious, that's hilarious. <laughs> all right it is time for our community spotlight where we highlight somebody you in the borderline family somebody who's doing amazing things that you need to pay attention to and this week we are highlighting assemble so please make sure that you go to youtube.com slash assemble show. Check out the amazing work that he's doing there. He does a lot of toy unboxings and his Optimus Prime video is coming out soon. And like seriously, be on the lookout. He's got so many other great things happening and we're just very happy to have him a part of the community. Um, but with that, Alex, now is your time to shine. Where are you? Where can people find you? What do you want people to tune into? Sure. Um... Well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. It's been really fun. Absolutely, um, dude. If people want to follow me, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at It's Van Aken. Um, you can find my work. If you listen to podcasts, pretty much on any podcast service, you can listen to the OKB's OK podcast. That's just a general gaming uh, you know, podcast. It comes out every Monday. Uh, and then I, I put up videos over at YouTube.com slash OKBeast. Um, been a little busy the past few weeks getting doing stuff behind the scenes. We've got some, got some fun stuff coming up. We're about to hit 10,000 subscribers. So really happy with that. If yes. you're interested in, you know, video essay adjacent stuff about video games, you should, you should uh, come check it out. But yeah, that's, that's kind of all of my, my plugs. Thank you. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. All right. Addison, Nate, where can people find you? Go ahead, Nate. So I am on Instagram and Twitter at the Nate pretzel, like the food. Um, and I'll be tweeting about a bunch of random stuff and posting pictures of my dogs. <laughs> Love it. Uh, and I can be found on also some social media at uh, Addison Tossie. Um, and I occasionally stream on Twitch at um, itchy underscore toboggan. Um, <laughs> and then sometimes take over her Asa on Borderline. It's been a minute, <laughs> but we'll get back into a, it. It's been a hot minute. Um, and you can find me at a green river zero seven on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Um, but if you want to follow anybody, please search borderline entertainment on all of your social media networks. Make sure that you stay connected with us. So, you know, when the next episode of game chats coming out, uh, when the next video is coming out on YouTube, the next stream, we've got so much going on and we would love to share that with you. And then, of course, you're already in the right place. If you're watching this live twitch.tv slash borderline entertainment, where we have streams each and every week. But you know what? That's it. We wrapped it up. We finished this episode of Game Chat, the video game variety show. Be well, Borderline family.